I hope that you find the following mental health podcast helpful, but please do bear in mind that myself and any others featuring have no mental health qualifications, and we are not medically trained. Therefore, it should be taken as non-professional advice only. Hello and welcome to You Don't Have to Be Alone, the podcast all about people's mental health and their experiences with it. Um, So today I actually thought I would um, answer some of your questions um, which have been given to me through the Wisdom app. Um, Some of these are really serious questions, some of them are just for fun, Um, and some questions that have been asked on Wisdom I've decided not to include in the podcast because either they don't seem relevant or um, they are sort of generic questions asked by the app. Um, So if your question isn't here, then either it will be in a follow-up episode later on down the line, or it will be um, sort of just missed for whatever reason. Um, So my apologies if that's you. Um, So a lot of these questions actually focus more on me and my experience rather than on mental health, but some of them do Um, cover mental health and um, whichever way it is I've tried to answer everyone with a bit of a mental health spin because that is what this podcast is about except for those that are there just to sort of break it up and uh, just add a little bit of fun in um, just to sort of not be too deep I suppose. Um, So let's get into it. So the first question is what experience most shaped your outlook on life? Um, So for me um in recent history at least um it's probably the birth of my daughter um so my youngest daughter was born just over a year ago and uh, this was in a point where i was actually quite deep in my depression um sort of so deep that the smallest little thing the smallest little stresses would tip me over the edge and i was really fearful for her birth in the first place um because even as a as a husband and father watching someone you love go through that amount of pain and those um, sheer emotions that sort of come over you during uh, your child's birth, um, they seemed like they would overwhelm me. They would seem like they would put me into a crisis, if I'm honest. And I was really fearful and, um, yeah, was really sort of not looking forward to it obviously i was looking forward to meeting my daughter i just wasn't looking forward to the process of getting there um but on the but what actually happened was worse than that um so what actually happened was um we didn't even make it to the hospital we got uh not even halfway to the hospital and uh my wife's waters broke um and then she said she had the urge to push and so i pulled over to the side of the road and within probably two three minutes pulling over to the side of the road uh, my daughter was born and I was the one that had to deliver her um, hold her for the first time um, which I didn't really get to enjoy because everything else going on Um, and my wife's got history of like um, hemorrhaging as well at childbirth so um, there was always that going through my mind at the same time but somehow in that moment I carried it through. I managed to get through it and it didn't actually have the impact on my mental health that I thought a normal birth would have, let alone one that was so 
like stressful and chaotic and um yeah so it sort of then showed me that if i can deal with that if i can deal with the most stressful situation that i quite possibly can imagine then there is absolutely nothing that life can throw at me that i can't deal with and um yeah that sort of shaped my outlook on life like actually i can get through things and um yeah there's i guess this will be a theme going through some of these questions that actually there's there's sort of learning opportunities in everything and my learning opportunity in this was that i can cope i can get through um even though i have been um diagnosed with quite a severe depression i i know that i can um get through situations um and you know i just need to find the strength to do that okay so the next question is uh, what is your main area of focus in your life right now um and i actually came at uh, when i got asked this question i came at a, a different angle to um the way i thought i would um so actually i think we can put too much stock in focuses and goals and um yeah, sort of you know what what do we need to achieve what do we want to achieve and sometimes that can be overwhelming and being that you know obviously i'm doing this as a mental health outreach um i don't want it to be um sort of something that's ingrained into everyone's head that we must focus on this next goal sometimes just being able to get through one day is all the goal you need um and i know that has been true for me um yes i do have goals yes i do have situations that i have tried to get through and um but the truth of the matter is that actually my goals don't really matter if i can just get through a day and not go into crisis or survive or make my you know get my kids through one more day alive and you know that that is progress that that's brilliant that's amazing and sometimes um you know we can put these long-term goals into place and as time goes on especially if you are ill um physically mentally whatever and you don't know what's coming around the corner either um sometimes it can be a bit of a um negative i suppose to be sort of putting that on ourselves that you know we we have this goal which might seem achievable when you set it but it doesn't necessarily mean it always will be so yeah my my focus is on one day at a time okay so the next question was uh, what is something that you only became grateful for over time and uh, this this question can actually be summed up in one word um which is mistakes i became grateful for my mistakes um and you know going back to question one in this you know as i said every opportunity uh, everything is a is a learning opportunity every um action you you take is a learning opportunity and um i think in this in this situation um you know it will to answer this question the the grateful thing you know every mistake i've made um 
every little thing I've done wrong feels absolutely horrible and awful at the time but then I've learned that by making these mistakes I can make sure I don't make the same mistake twice I can learn from it I can move on I can um, you know make sure that uh, these um, things that seem horrific in the moment are actually turned out for good and that I can um, sort of learn from every little thing that I do. So a uh, less serious one. Uh, what's one unpopular opinion that you have? Which is this. And um, I get that I'm going to lose most of you in this moment. But I don't think Game of Thrones is that good. I think, uh, quite frankly, it is glorified soft porn. And... I found I, I've watched I have watched a little bit. Um, I couldn't hold watching it for too long, so I'll be honest. Um, I'm not basing this off of very much, but the storyline seemed a little overly convoluted to me, um, and it was a little bit hard to follow. But um, yeah, so that that's my unpopular opinion. Okay, um, so moving on to a more serious one. And um, whoever asked this question, if you are listening, and I hope you are, then, um, you know, my heart goes out to you and um, you, know, you need to you need to hear my answer to this. And uh, my encouragement is to just find someone to talk to. But the question is this, is it all pointless? And, you know, there was a moment in my life um, or have several moments in my life where my answer to this would have been, yeah, it is. Yeah, it's all pointless. There's no point in in living. There's no point in continuing or going on. And um, you know, I'm I'm sat here today, having gone through those dark moments, saying, no, no, it is not all pointless. Even if you're in your worst possible moment right now then I want to tell you that it does get better. And I can tell you that because I've been there and I am where I am now. <laughs> that it does get better. That that darkness will recede. That you um, you will um, get through it. And I also want to encourage you that actually you're going to look back at um, this dark time and realise that um, it shaped you. That you have actually learnt more about yourself, uh, more about other people in this time than uh, you even realise right now. And, you know, I know that's, I know there's a difference between hearing it and believing it. And, um, you know, I really hope that you do believe this. Um, as I say, I'm coming from a point of, you know, I, I I've don't believe I've said this in the podcast before, but I have made an attempt on my life before now. That's how pointless I believed it was. And I'm now coming through to the other end. And, you know, I'm not going to lie to you and say that every day is brilliant because it's not. But what I will say is that, um, you know, it has got better. I'm in a much better place now than I was. And there's no way I'd ever think of life being pointless in this moment of time in um, this um, sort of phase of my life. So yeah, I'm, again, if 
if that was you um actually uh, if if that was you um that's asked this question and you're listening then um i'd encourage you um at the end of the episode i always give out contact information um i'll see what uh, i really need to put some links down in the uh, description as well and i think i'm going to start doing that so yeah please please get in contact um i'd love to talk to you um i'm not asking you to come on a podcast i'm not asking you to uh open up everything um what i'm asking is yeah could just just make sure you're reaching out um not just to me but find other people around you and uh, for yeah i i I really want to sort of be be an encouragement for you um and from experience i know that talking to people that have been through these things before can really help um and yeah i i'm just i'm just giving you that opportunity okay so um the next question sort of comes in line with this so uh, during difficult times we must remember that that was the question it's it's more a fill in the blank um so in difficult times we must remember to talk when the going gets tough yeah, I think there's an expression, when the going gets tough, the tough get going. Well, no, I don't believe that for a second. When the going gets tough, even the toughest person um, can fall flat. So um, I think we'll all at some point come to this point in our life where we, um, where the going has got tough for us. You know, And in those difficult times, we must remember to talk. We must um, rely on other human beings. You know, We're not alone in this world we're not put on this planet to be on our own and um sort of isolating ourselves and you know we we have other people around us to get us through issues and that might not always seem true either and i understand that you know there have i think you know i i know plenty of people i've been really fortunate that there have been people to talk two around me i've not always noticed that i've often felt like i couldn't but um but as time goes on actually i found those and you know the reality is i think for everyone there's someone out there even if you have to reach out to a professional even if you're listening to this now and you're like oh i'm going for a difficult time and again you you know i'm always free for for those emails to come through to me um to find some way of chatting with you and you know through emails we can set up um sort of face to face over sort of zoom or whatever but um yeah i I just yeah i really want to encourage um people talk please please if if you are going through a difficult time talk okay so now time to uh lighten the mood a little bit um so what's your favorite joke now i am a dad which means I get the privilege of enjoying a good dad joke. So here it is. A man walked into a bar. He said, ouch. That's it. Bad, isn't it? Right, <laughs> moving on. Um, how do you decide who to trust? Um, so this is a difficult one because... It's not always easy to figure out who to trust, but I think it comes with experience that, um, you know, I mean, obviously, if you're talking to professionals, then you can 
sort of ascertain a certain amount of trust there you know there's there's certain privileges that come with that and um yeah we all know that you know there's confidentiality involved um but yeah knowing who to trust outside of that um is really difficult and i'm not sure there's any like straight answer here but i think finding someone to trust i think it's usually someone you just feel comfortable with and um you know if you feel comfortable enough with a friend or family member if you've been able to um perhaps share a secret or two before and it hasn't gone any further then um you know that's probably someone you can trust and that's probably someone that maybe you should um look to to sort of start talking with Okay, uh, next one is which type of loneliness hurts the most? Um, and my answer to this one, um, from personal experience anyway, is the loneliness that you feel in a crowded room where there are people around you and you still feel lonely, where there are people even talking to you. Um, where you are actually having that contact with people and you still feel lonely and you feel lonely because you don't feel like anyone understands you you don't feel um, as if any of these people um, you would be able to open up with and to sort of fully um, engage with and you know in the past um, I have got to a point where this sort of loneliness has been so bad that I would prefer to lock myself in at home and I'll be honest I'm that's my default anyway I'm I'm a bit of an introvert um I sort of put a brave face on and try and make myself look like an extrovert when I go out but in reality I'm an introvert I would much rather be in my own company and be lonely on my own at home and um when I felt these things when I felt like um, like every time I go out I'm I'm lonely in a crowd I've actually tried to pull myself in and say no I'm, I'm staying at home now because it feels less painful being at home than it does being out and um, you know my my encouragement to anyone else feeling like that is still get out you know don't it, it is not healthy to sit alone it is not um, healthy to uh, close all the doors on yourself and lock yourself away from society um, you know we are human beings and we are built to thrive um, as a community and um, I know that community is not always um, a thing that is easily seen in this day and age but the truth is you know we need to be the change don't we if we want community we need to be the ones making it um you know that starts with getting out the door and ends with a community that is so tight-knit that problems are shared um so uh, so next question is in your experience how can i help someone i care about feel less alone in their struggles now wisdom allows me 60 seconds to answer every question um 
and uh, so all the questions I'm asked, um, unless they're inappropriate, are all um, all answered on the Wisdom app. Um, if you're interested in signing up and looking at that, that's fine. But please don't do that on my account because anything that's worth listening to, I'm trying to put on here. Um, but as I say, 60 seconds is all they give me. And this answer, I felt, took a lot more than 60 seconds um, to really answer Um but in my experience, um, helping someone is really about listening to them. It's really about um, just being there. Um, it's about sort of feeding from them. So if um, someone's come to you and they're saying, look, I'm having a really rough time in my life right now. I'm having this, that or the other. And, you know, make yourself available in the first instance like if someone isn't coming to you they don't want to talk to you um then make people um aware without being in their face about the fact that you are open to listening and um that could just be a how are you doing no how are you really doing you can talk to me you know and just sort of open it up that way um but don't push it if they don't want to talk to you don't keep going and going and going and because that's just going to push them further and further away so just be there be ready to um be open to them and as they start talking to you um the often the response to someone telling you all their worries and woes is right we're going to sort this out for you right we're, we are going to find a fix don't do that <laughs> don't try and find a fix because uh, all they need to know is that they're understood in this moment all they need to do is that or all they need from you is to know that um, you understand what they're saying you can empathize or sympathize with them um and I think even having said that, the worst phrase you could possibly use is, oh, I'm so sorry, because they don't need your apology. You're not, unless you are the one that's caused them grief, you know, you're not, you're not the, at fault here. You're not the, you know, the reason they don't need your apology. What they need is someone that can listen to them, that can um, repeat things back to them. In your so, if you repeat back in your own way, then it shows someone that you've been listening. So, for example, someone might say, um, "Yeah, I'm I'm feeling really down because um, I've just lost my job," and you could repeat back, you know, oh, I. I get years. It's really not easy losing a job, you know. You know, I instead of going through those motions, like you know, okay, yeah, I understand. It's not easy losing your job, and then let them go on from there. You don't have to say any more than that. Um, you just need to make them aware that you've heard them, that you've listened without um, it being sort of. I, you've lost your job. Oh no, I'm I'm really sorry for you having lost your job. Um, you know, oh let let 
yeah, have you found a new one? Uh, what are you going to do now? Um, a, going, what are you going to do now, is putting more pressure on them and it's going to make them feel worse. B, um, they just want to, in, in that moment, they're probably just wanting to grieve the loss of their job. Um, and they will give you the information that they want to give you. You shouldn't be forcing any further out of them. And it is literally just that. It's listening, uh, hearing what they're saying, and as time goes on, you'll um, you'll start to realise what they need from you um, by the way they talk. So they might be talking and sort of, you know, telling you that, you know, oh, I just don't know where to start looking for a new job. And at what at which point you can sort of, you can start putting out some ideas. You know, they might um, never get to that point in your conversation. They might just get to a point of, yeah, they might just be grieving the whole time. And that is absolutely fine too. You just need to be there. You need to let them grieve. Um, if it looks as if they want a hug, give them a hug. If it looks as if um, they need their space, or if they, which quite frankly, most of the time, they'll tell you that, um, then give them their space. Um, just don't, don't push anything. Just let it flow naturally from them to you you don't have to give all the answers quite frankly you probably don't have all the answers and they are allowed to feel the way they feel and it's just about letting them know that right that's uh, all of the questions i had from today or for today um, my goal is to answer 10 questions per question episode um, and I've done that here. Um, some of them, as I say, were quite short and to the point and, um, you know, a bit of a laugh. Um, so, but I'm hoping that I've managed to touch on topics here that have been helpful. Um, if you want to get in touch, then, um, as I said, there's contact details at the end of the episode. There's also, um, I'm going to try to remember to get links into the description um yeah please um please reach out if if you haven't got anyone to talk to and you want someone or even if you do have people to talk to but you can do with one more that's absolutely fine um i'd really love um this podcast to grow in um not only in in numbers of people listening because the more people i can reach the more uh, people I can hopefully help um, so you know if you are listening to this uh, whatever your platform allows drop a like or a, a follow or whatever it is that your platform um, does um, that that would be really helpful and um, yeah I'm pleased to subscribe or again follow or whatever it is um, because that helps grow because I'll show up to more people um, but also, um, something I'd like to achieve when there are enough people listening is to actually open up uh, some form of community in which um, there's uh, conversations that can happen um, between all of us. Um, you know, I don't want to be, I don't want this to be the Dan show. I want this to be um, about people in general. And if I can get a few more. Uh, if I can 
start from this a community of people that can talk with each other be with each other um and just sort of you know i i don't know what shape that would take um i'm thinking maybe a discord server or a um forum or something along those lines um but yeah it's it's something it's sort of a pipe dream that i have that i'd like to start but there's nowhere near enough of us at the moment um and that will be for people both suffering and and just wanting to help so um and it will be it will need to be quite heavily monitored um because what we don't want from that is um people becoming worse by being a part of that community so yeah it I guess just put in put into perspective where this is going and where I'm hoping to go. Um, this is kind of the first step. This episode of um, allowing some listeners to ask questions has been um, that first step to community because this is about people asking, and um, you know, there's two sides of this now. Um, and having a few guests on has also been um, really beneficial, I believe. And um, I'm hoping that more guests will come um, and be a part of what we're doing here. Um, and, yeah, as I say, this isn't the Dan show. This is about all of us. And, um, yeah, I, I know this this is sounding quite mushy now. Um, but, yeah, that that's sort of the way I see it anyway. And, um, yeah, I just want to share my vision. And um, so, yeah, without rambling on any further um, i think that is the end of this episode and um yeah i thank you all for listening you have been listening to you don't have to be alone if you'd like to get in contact then please search for me on instagram at not alone podcast on Facebook at You Are Not Alone Podcast, or simply email me at notalonepodcast at hotmail.com. That is notalonepodcast, all one word, at hotmail.com. See you next time.